Welcome to the Fueling the Bold podcast. I'm your host, Susie Carrington from Carrington's Coffee Co. In this episode, we had the chance to chat to Toby Cummins, co-founder of Cold Dark North. You can find out more about Cold Dark North at coldarknorth.co.uk. Our mission with Fueling the Bold is to embody the spirit of adventure while honoring the calm periods of rejuvenation in between. We hope that each episode serves as a source of inspiration for you to be bold in your own pursuits. So make yourself comfortable, maybe with a cup of Carrington's coffee, and enjoy the show. Uh, So my name's Toby Cummins. I am one of the two co-founders of a little brand called Cold Dark North. Uh, In my day job, I'm a solicitor working in-house for a business, but also have a family with three children and a dog and various other responsibilities to try and get through on a daily basis. So um, Cold Dark North is a brand that me and a friend set up Uh, we think seven years ago, which is originally designed to try and promote uh, some fancy holidays, cycling holidays in the northwest. We quickly realised that there was no margin in that, so we stopped doing cycling holidays and uh, focused on some races, some social events, some group riding, and working on various different community projects and charity projects as well. So these days we're a a brand that promotes cycling in the northwest of England. And uh, we always say it's from... Preston to Penrith and Aysgarth to the Atlantic is our kind of spot. So it's quite a big space taking in the Forest of Boland and the Lake District and the Yorkshire Dales. Yeah, yeah, quite a stretch, but all the north, basically. Yeah. So how did you first become interested in this this field, I guess, cycling, essentially? Uh, I actually came to... Uh, so I'm predominantly a road cyclist, do a little bit of kind of gravel and mountain bike and mucking about on fire roads with the kids, but I was actually very late taking on cycling, so I, uh, I only started about 12 or 13 years ago. Um, in my sort of early 30s, I had a 10-mile commute to work. I hate running. I've always hated running. I'm a bit heavy for running, so it was never really kind of my thing, and probably a bit far anyway. And just kind of bought a second-hand bike and started riding to work, and then kind of did that for a few months, and then started getting the endorphin rush of doing it. Then got a flat tire and realised I had no idea how to fix one or have any of the tools that I needed with me and then just kind of went on a bit of a journey over the next five or six years of kind of getting really into it and then really really into it and then just stupidly into it and that's where I am now yeah I like that stupidly into it (laughs) (laughs) what would you say are your most significant achievements or contributions in I guess in the cycling community and with cold dark north so far Um, from a personal perspective I've done the Lands Enter John O'Groats ride which is just over a thousand miles in nine days that was quite a quite a big achievement ridden to Paris three times from London um, and done various I've done the Fred Witten actually you have to get that in um, if you're in the northwest then that's a a one day seven pass adventure around the Lake District which is a real badge of honour for northwest cyclists so from a personal perspective done lots of kind of big challenges like that and raised lots of money for charity kind of 30, 40 grand for Macmillan and the Air Ambulance mostly Great North Air Ambulance from a Cold Dark North perspective we've, we've done loads of things actually we've also done loads of charity fundraising mostly for women's aid um, although for some mental health charities as well we do we do that through group rides and, and various different kind of one day two day challenges sort of bike packing type things. We've also um, been really prevalent in running some really high level elite national road races and 
just generally trying to encourage people to find the best places to ride their bike in the northwest. So, you know, it's very easy to... These days there's lots of mapping tools out there where you can plan routes and not really have any idea where you're going and whether you're missing that wonderful little road that runs parallel to the horrible main road that you've plotted just because you want to get from hill A to hill B. Mm -hmm. So using a bit of that local knowledge, we can try and encourage people to, to find the best of what we've got to offer. Yeah. So what challenges or obstacles have you faced and how did you overcome them? <laughs> in a personal sense or as Carl Darnall? Uh, I guess probably personal sense. Uh, well, so the biggest challenge I've had was I had a really bad accident last year. So uh, in August of 2022, I had a, uh, a near miss with a car that led to me coming off my bike and breaking my spine in two places, punctured lung, broken ribs, all that jazz. Um, I've been incredibly lucky in that I've had the most miraculous recovery and I'm now pretty much completely healed a year later. But, um, but yeah, that, that in itself was quite a big challenge. And then I suppose actually probably in a more mundane way, just the challenge of life is quite difficult. You know, we, as I say, we have uh, several small children, although actually they're getting big these days. We've got a couple of teenagers. But yeah, family full of children, dog to, to walk, lots of competing things for time. My wife's a student midwife, so she's very busy and actually in a run of night shifts at the moment. So yeah, just the challenges of life, really, and, and obviously working as well. I've been very lucky in that I've managed to find uh, a job that allows me some flexibility and, and kind of almost pre-pandemic was able to work from home a lot makes a huge difference so I'm able to kind of do all the family things that need doing and then fill in fill in the days with work at odd times which works really well for me wow that's just so much <laughs> <laughs> lots going on um what motivates you or inspires you so what motivates me primarily is making sure that people have the best possible time they can when they're on their bike in the northwest in our area I was, when I was a teenager, I used to, I used to DJ and do quite a lot of kind of music mixing and things like that. And uh, I always used to have a, a kind of personal motto that whenever I got into one of my mate's cars, there had to be at least one of my tapes ready to go into the tape deck waiting for me. So I think I've always had that kind of slightly um, uh, obsessive, compulsive uh, curator mindset, which these days tends to find itself into bike routes. So, uh, you know, I take a lot of time and pleasure in providing bike routes for people, usually for a small fee for women's aid if I can. Um, you know, a five or a tenner buys you a couple of routes. Um, and as I say, make sure you're on the, on the tiny little road that you wouldn't know about rather than the big main road. So motivated to see other people's enjoyment of things that I know that they're going to enjoy that they wouldn't necessarily have found. So curation and discovery, I suppose. We are motivated as, as a brand to try and do good. So we're very, um, very keen to make sure working with partners that we can promote inclusivity around cycling. Um, so whether that's age, gender or, or other, you know, very important issues, uh, making sure that people feel that they can get on a bike and ride it, yeah. that you don't have to be, I mean, I'm sat here in Lycra today, but you know, <laughs> like you don't have to be sat in Lycra, you know, giving it all the chat. You can just get out and enjoy yourself on a bike. And that's, that's fundamentally the most important thing. Yeah, super um, accessible then. Exactly. Yeah. So this question is about Morecambe Bay as a whole. So yeah. what do you love most about living around here? Well, I mean, the sheer range of options that we have for riding a bike is incredible where we are. You know, you have the Lake District, you have the completely empty Yorkshire Dales, you have the beautiful and untapped Forest of Boland, you can ride flat along the promenade at Morecambe, you can, you can get up into the hills in no time, and we're just blessed with the most beautiful surroundings. And as I say, not just the same thing over and over, there's so much variety in our area. Um, 
And, you know, we average, I think it's 170 odd days a year of rain. So it's wet a lot of the time, which is not a cyclist's favourite. But the reason it it's so beautiful is because it rains so if you know if you pick your timing well then you can you can have some fantastic days on a bike out here um, and we you know we're really lucky in that we're also blessed with lots of really good local independent cafes you know there's lots of good restaurants that you can find yourself in pubs as well that you can find yourself in um, in and around the area so you know if you if you plan properly yes. you can you can experience some great things in and around this area yeah. what would you say are your long-term goals or aspirations personally but also professionally in terms of cold dark north so personally i want to do all the things that any parent would want to do, make sure that my kids are happy and thriving, uh, make sure that we have as many adventures as possible, whether that's local. Um, I spend a lot of time trying to convince people not to go and ride their bikes in Majorca and Girona and, uh, and Gran Canaria. So it's churlish of me to expect to do the same. But, uh, but you know, there is a big world out there to explore and certainly want to make sure that my, my boys experience that. Um, so, you know, all the, all the usual things on that front. As a brand, we're actually... Um, we're kind of very anti-expansion in that we are at a point where, frankly, we could, uh, both Deb and I have full-time jobs and, you know, as, as mentioned, lots of stuff going on. So, you know, we, we could invest a lot more time and effort in Cold Dark North and make it into a business and try and make some money and all of those things, but we just don't want to. We're very happy doing what we're doing, so we want to do more of that, try and encourage more people to come and experience the wonderful things that are here. They're not things that we offer, you know, the landscape is the landscape. We have nothing to do with how that looks, but we can help them find the right bits. Yeah, you can point yeah. them in the right direction. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so what's something that you wish more people knew or understood about what, what you're doing with Cold Dark North? Uh, so the way we run the brand, there, as I say, there are two of us. Um, Deb is uh, a semi-retired uh, sports therapist and many other jobs along the way. She's very quiet very reserved she's actually very fearsome um but you know in a very quiet and calm way she runs the racing side of our of our brand we kind of nominally call her the director of racing and going fast but because i do all the social media yeah. there's a really common misconception that cold dark north is me and it's not it's both of us <laughs> so i kind of wish that i could educate people of the fact that deb does huge because she does actually all the important work like actually putting on amazing races for 120 races on you know at a time you and, take and, all the credit. and well no i'm just the pretty face that hands out the prizes but <laughs> but yeah so I, I actually wish that that we could kind of more people knew that it was two of us rather than just me so you sort of touched on this before but how do you maintain a work-life balance and what advice can you give to others in this regard <laughs> <laughs> well funny enough a friend of mine who runs a bike shop in the northeast sent me a message at the weekend because he's he's just had two days with his 18 month old girl for the first time while her mum had been away and he's like I don't understand how you do this like how do you manage to keep all of them alive constantly <laughs> like how are you at zero fatalities and um I was just explaining to him that it's just, you know, by being utterly relentless and never stopping, it's like being a shark. You know, if you stop, you die. So it's kind of just, just keep going at full pace, which means we probably miss some things along the way. But yeah, I try and I try and make sure that we're just doing stuff. I mean, also, I'm terrible at resting. So if we're all at home and there's nothing planned for the day, then I will invariably just arbitrarily choose a child and the dog and go for a walk and you know just constantly doing things I can't sit still so that definitely helps yeah and what advice do you think you would give if somebody wanted to sort of follow in your footsteps in terms of cycling getting out there uh, well in terms of cycling just just do it get, get out and enjoy it um, there's lots of different groups that you can um, join up or um, get in touch with to try and encourage 
the type of bike riding that you want to do. So actually one of the most amazing things that happened nationally, but certainly in this area during lockdown and during the whole COVID thing was that there was a, a massive explosion in uh, women and non-binary led groups mm-hmm. um, of cyclists, predominantly off-road, but not, not all. So, you know, there are lots of groups like the Lakes Gravel Gang um, and uh, Rate Good Cycling who are in the Dales, you know, who, who make accessibility the core of their offering. I would say that anyone who wants to ride a bike can do it. There's a group for you out there, you know, might not be our type, but, you know, we tend to focus on road cycling and as I say, we run fairly fancy races, um, which obviously appeal to people who are taking it very seriously, but also, you know, Frankly, we don't take ourselves very seriously. Like, we're happy to have a laugh. So, yeah, I would say to anyone that wants to get involved in cycling, just get out and do it. Anyone that wants to get involved in organising cycling things, and specifically races, I would recommend talking to Deb because she knows what she's doing and she's really happy to help other people do it. Um, So, you know, get in touch with us and we'll put you in touch. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Fueling the Bold podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at carringtonscoffee.co for video interviews and more and follow us on Instagram at Carrington's Coffee Co. Thanks for listening and see you again next time.